All right, we are live for the Friday morning check-in. And as always, looking forward to connecting. Hope everyone is having a great day thus far. Got a couple interesting headlines uh, to share with you guys. I'm looking forward to uh, finding out what else you guys have been keeping your eyes on at uh, this early morning hour. And so, um, yeah, hope everyone is well, man. Let me know in the chat if everything is flowing smoothly and we will make the most of this time that we have together. And uh, as long as... We got some activity here. We'll keep the show running, man. But um, yeah, uh, interesting morning. Interesting morning as always. Wish everybody uh, doing well. We got Brett checking in. Appreciate you, man. And as always, I just want to bring to you some things that caught my attention this early morning and uh, get you guys started on the right note this morning with a little bit of good news. And for those who are plugging in, if you don't mind, hit that thumbs up button and uh, make sure you click that bell notification so you'll be notified when we go live. And uh, let's jump right into it, man. Um, yeah, interesting morning, interesting morning. And it looks like you know everything is e extremely, extremely, all the investors are extremely optimistic now that NVIDIA is basically holding up the entire financial sector. And so from the last time we connected, I think it was on Wednesday, uh, all eyes were on NVIDIA and it exceeded expectations. Of course, I'm sure everybody's keeping an eye on that. And you know, the higher the uh, share price of this company goes, and just the overall valuation of this company, the scarier to me it should be for your average investor that now uh, due to, you know, the fear of missing out will be piling even more funds into these uh, products that are coming our way. And as of right now, the investor investor sentiment is an extreme greed. And, you know, every every time before a bubble pops that's when we're kind of seeing these extreme measures of greed where everybody wants a piece of the pie while at the same time, I have more, there's more clues as to who's getting out as the markets are being driven higher. So anyway, let's jump into some things, man. And as always looking forward to getting your feedback, thoughts and analysis on everything that we cover today. I have maybe, maybe 15 tabs open. A lot of the stuff comes from uh, Twitter formerly or X formerly Twitter about just uh, what the current sentiment is as uh, from you know a lot of the financial talking heads sharing their opinions and expertise out there in the public. So want to definitely get those guys uh, analysis just because I think they are more realistic than the talking heads on Fox and CNN and all of the other uh, fake mediums. But anyway, let's get into the good word for this morning to get this show kicked off. So as always, I'm going to share with you my daily devotional. So this February 23rd, and for those who have interest in finding out, you know, or tagging along with me on the daily journey. I put the uh, devotion that I use in the video description for those who might want to plug in, but real quick, I'll thumb through it and uh, get your spirits charged up. Then we'll get into some information. And as always, I uh, made a, uh, made a boo-boo on my side here. So let me refresh the page uh, so I could get this going. Not sure why, not sure why I have these difficulties. Give me a second here. Uh, let me, there we go. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Come back. All right. All right. It says your ever present help. It says God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. This is from Psalm 46, one in the New Living Translation version. And it says, of course, God can and will help you. You don't have to worry about that. Your responsibility is to cling to the father with all your heart, mind, soul and strength, regardless of what happens. Ultimately, he will provide what is absolutely best for you as you seek him. But it is immensely important that you remain rightly related to him so that even when you do not understand why 
He is allowing certain challenges to touch your life. You are still connected to his love, wisdom, and strength. Having his unlimited power to support you will be a constant comfort to you. When you have a steady, intimate relationship with God, you always will have hope. However, when you run to your own resources, of course, you become vulnerable to despair. When you fall short, your situation falls apart. Thankfully, the Lord never fails. He can easily handle whatever problems arise. So keep focused on him. Certainly, he can and will help you today and every day. And it closes out with a little bit of prayer here. It says, Lord God, thank you for always being my ever-present help. You never fail, Father. And I thank you for this opportunity to trust you more. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Got that good word in this morning. Yeah, from good Psalms, man. Nothing wrong with a good song to kick your day off. All right, let's get into the headlines. Before I do that, let me big up my people. Big up my people over at Four Patriots. We're blessing the channel here. And so as always, I want to make sure everybody's uh, mindful of the need to prepare, especially after all this talk of a the solar flare possibilities to hit the uh, the telecommunications grid. And so yesterday, of course, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, a couple of those con- you know, companies were out. So even the mainstream media now is talking about you know some type of event. And of course, if an event occurs, you need supplies. So, fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD gives you guys a chance to get your calorie game up, get your food preservation up. And so, as you guys can see here on the page, daily deals, great opportunities. They have a variety of foods and things of that nature. And of course, they got the bundle packs where you can get bulk if you're interested. And then also, if you haven't, in case something jumps off, not quite sure how to play out because none of us really in this country have really experienced any type of you know major solar flare event. But then again, you never know. So make sure you got your solar power generator as well for those who are interested. So and then also on the financial side of things, I want to make sure I big up an affiliate of mine now, uh, Golden State Mint. And so here is their page here with a lot of daily deals. And as of right now, given all the excitement in the equities market, it's gold and silver is not in everybody's uh, to do list right now. So could be a better time to do that. But if you guys are interested, rethinkingadollar.com forward slash GSM. Link is in the description. As you guys can see here, they have a variety assortment of items to help get your weight up. And so take advantage of that. Link is in the description as well. Okay, let's get into some of the uh, market activity, man. And so I want to start off in in the crypto space. So as you can see right here, (laughs) BTC is not doing too well. But then again, Ethereum is looking to pump. So these are the number one and two in the crypto space for those who have interest and so, you know, basically follow, follow the money wherever it flows. That's where opportunity will be at. And so as we see here right now, Bitcoin is down to about 50,000 from a high of 52 something. Ethereum is 2,900. And then we go right on down the list of, uh, of opportunities out there to speculate in for those who have interest in this new financial class that they have eventually launched. And while we're at it, got to touch on the metals. So as of right now, silver is 2,269 floating in between that 23 and $20 range until uh, the bubble bursts and they reinflate it and then metals take off, in my opinion. And then what we got for gold right now, gold is 2027. It has remained steady at the 2000 mark, relatively close to an all-time high. And we know where all the governments and central banks are running while the day traders are speculating, driving up the current equities market, sucking in the last little bit of mom and pop's so they don't miss out on this rally before something comes crumbling down. And also, let's just take a look at some of the market activity. If I can, let me get the screen back up here. Yeah, let me get the screen up here. All right. So as we can see here, we are uh, S&P 500, man. Look at this. All this green activity, apart from some en- energy sector, 
the energy sector right now is not doing too well. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but yet, what is driving? What is all the driven activity? It happens to be right here, NVIDIA. NVIDIA is setting the world up for a major, a major day of reckoning. And so the computer chip industry, you know, is taking over the world, fueled by AI, and it's all coming from the tech side. And so right now, outside of, you know, future prospects of what could be with this technology, there's no real substance in it in the real world. It says all ones and zeros, computer codes, and the hardware that runs it. And, you know, beyond all the other issues we're facing, you know, like how much higher can this thing go? And when it comes crashing down, what should the world expect? And that is going to be the multi-trillion slash quadrillion dollar problem that we face. But as you can see right here, NVIDIA is literally on fire in a good sense, rallying higher. And as a result of that, the greed kicks in. So here we got um, just some analysis from people I follow on Twitter that gives us some good insight as to what's happening right here. And so it says Wall Street fear and greed index is a 79 out of 100. And he got the little warning signs it says we are back in extreme greed territory and as you guys can see right here above my head yeah you know i mean and and the sad thing is depending on where you stand if you're someone who is a on the outside of this meaning that you're not actively participating as far as day trading to benefit of all out of all this then you can probably miss out but then again for the algorithms and the day traders and all those people right now literally fueling this extreme greed this thing can literally go, I'm sure, damn near close to 100 to where at that moment, like, we'll be in real uncharted territory. But this is just what's happening. So S&P, SPY, QQQ is, yeah, yeah, reflecting that. And actually, let me go back and uh, let me touch on that real quick. Uh, let me look at all the exchange traded funds. So as we can see here, uh, we got the uh, SP. Yeah, so it all green, all green all the way through. These are all the index funds is here, and they're all positive right now. Yeah. Okay, keep it moving. And so I have, you know, a variety of topics we're going to touch on. And the next one here, of course, is NVIDIA. So this is uh, from the Kobayashi letter, and this was just came out maybe 20 minutes ago, and it gives a good summary of what's happening. And it says NVIDIA has officially hit $2 trillion in market cap for the first time in history. It is now the third public U.S. company to hit a market cap of $2 trillion or more. Think about that. The third company to hit $2 trillion. And it all happened within the last, what, couple of years. <laughs> and so we had was that Apple and I think uh, in, in NVIDIA, Apple, and I think Google, if I'm not mistaken, uh, have all touched the $2 trillion mark. It says just four years ago, NVIDIA was a hundred billion dollar company and barely in the top 30 largest in the world. So literally the powers that be, the powers that be, the powers that play, whatever you want to call them, uh, literally utilizing the current monetary structure with easy money has driven NVIDIA to the most valuable company on this planet and is driving and leading all other markets. It says here, it is now bigger than the entire South Korean stock market. It says since 2023, NVIDIA has added $1 trillion in market cap. $1 trillion. And he says, what's next? And of course, a lot of people here are sharing their thoughts and analysis on what's next. Yeah, this will probably take us all the way through the election. And then we will see. But as you guys can see right here, this is just where, <laughs> where things are at at this current moment. So 
should be a surprise. And here's a little bit more analysis from Holger. I think he's in Germany and uh, he has a pretty extensive following and does a good job commentating on uh, events. But it says American exceptionalism in, in one chart. NVIDIA has now overtaken Germany's DAX in terms of market capitalization. And at just under two trillion, the chip comp, uh, which is only founded in 1993, is now worth more than the entire DAX with its 40 companies, some of which are well over 130 years old. And so, yeah, the German DAX companies over 130 years old. And we got one that's only, yeah, two decades. And it is setting the world on blaze. Huh. So just a little analysis here. What else we got here? Uh, and this is referring to, this is from, uh, Sven Heyrich, another guy I follow says yesterday, seven stocks added over a half a trillion dollars in market cap in total in just one day. Tell me though, something sounds fishy there. 549 billion. Ponder that. Yeah. And of course, more commentary there. And then what else we got here at the same time, the greed index is relatively high, extremely extreme greed is very high. And here's an interesting uh, some following Jamie Dimon. It says Jamie Dimon sells shares for the first time ever, joining Gates, Bezos and Zuckerberg, the billionaires. It says narrative, a clear sign of you only live one stocks now. So literally like they all know they are have been they have been the beneficiaries of this great wealth transfer. Uh, the easy money policy, people closest to the monetary spigot. And as of right now, Gates, Bezos and Zuckerberg and now Diamond are all taking some chips off the table. And that should be an indicator as to where the suckers rally is coming from. <laughs> but real quick here, uh, this is from two hours ago. It says JP Morgan has dumped 120 million worth of JP Morgan shares as of yesterday. He has been CEO since 2006. And this is the first time ever he sold company shares. So you got to you got to think like what do these guys see coming that the rest of the world's ignoring? But, but then again, you know, you guys know, we all know. Keeping it moving. Here's just a little activity was happening on Main Street, man. Um, this is from New York Post. It says food suppliers warns Americans are buying less at the grocery store every purchase due to inflation. And so, of course, we would have the. Numbers coming out from the BLS saying that inflation is this, inflation is that, 3.4, 3.1, all these figures they're giving us, but they don't count food. And so when you actually look at what's happening in Main Street, especially from this survey here done in uh, Pennsylvania, it says here, according to Consumer Affairs, Pennsylvania saw the highest grocery inflation rate of any state in 2023 at an, at an, at, at an 8.2% increase year over year. Consumer Affairs analysis also comparatively noted that a family of four in Colorado who would have spent an average of $750 per month on groceries paid $21.75 more last year, while the same family in Pennsylvania forked up $61.50, $61.50. So disparages across the country, but everybody is spending more when it comes to feeding, feeding their families. Then it says here, uh, the typical U.S. household needed to pay $213 more a month in January to purchase the same goods and services as did one year ago because of still high inflation, according to new calculation from Moody's. So, yeah, unless something changes as far as there being less miles in your household, more than likely you're spending more to be expected. And we ain't seen nothing yet. OK, here's a little bit of interesting news. And this is from uh, Gold Silver HQ in reference to the current 
discrepancy between the East and West when it comes to spot price of silver. And so we got the Shanghai silver versus the COMEX silver. The gap is widening. That great arbitrage opportunity where due to the manipulation of the markets here with the futures contract based upon promises of nothing, it's at, according to this uh, graph here, when it was at 2263 over on the Shanghai exchange, it was going for the physical, the physical, like real, you got to have something in your vaults type physical was 2540. So what does that mean? Slowly but surely, there's going to be more of a uh, demand for delivery on the East. And of course, speculation always come into play when there's opportunity to profit off of manipulation. And so there's going to be a great uh, drain from the East. And then they're eventually going to send it to the West and make that different little spread as it rises. And so this is what's happening between the East and the West disconnect in one of the most important and undervalued monetary instruments still around and it's silver. So just something to keep you on your toes because the manipulation can only last for so much longer before a more general generic and truthful price discovery mechanism comes about. And then of course it'll be led by the East. So get your weight up people. Okay. Keep it moving. Um, based upon whale wire here, it says here, According to econ economist David Rosenberg, a recession is likely to hit the U.S. in 2024. We all know where we're truly at, but for the sake of keeping calm and ease and keeping this euphoric equities market rally going, they need to make sure they dumb down the idea of a recession, even though the U.S. is already in one officially. But here's some economies that already admitted to the fact that their economies are contracting. Denmark, Canada, Estonia, Finland, Japan, Luxembourg, Maldivia, Peru, Ireland, and the UK. And so chart odds are peaking for the United States to where it's going to be once again hard to keep lying to people. But as long as the equity markets and, and investor sentiment is in extreme greed territory, they can probably get away with this uh, recession can kicking for quite some time. So just something to keep in mind. Anyway, keep it moving. Uh, it looks like CPAC <laughs> for once again, for whatever it's worth, where everybody gather, talk big and bad. But then again, you know, it's the left and right wing are, are part of the same bird heading the same direction. But here we have uh, Nayib Bukele, the reelected El Salvador president, talking very truthful, similar to how Mele talked very truthful at the World Economic Forum, similar to how other, you know, somewhat um, for the people type of politicians speak. It says El Salvador President Nayib Bukele calls on the United States to abandon globalism and says dark forces are taking over America, are taking over or America has already been engulfed by the principalities and powers that be, as well as all other governments. That's a part of the whole Babylonian, you know, harlot system that we are under until. Anyway, uh, it just is a quote here. It says, if you want globalism to die here, too, you must be willing to unapologetically fight against everything and everyone that stands for it. Fight for your freedoms, fight for your rights. Now, here's another question I will put out there. You know, you know, he's in El Salvador. You know, he's done a good job of cleaning things up on the surface. El Salvador is a phenomenal uh, place to visit. If you haven't visited, I encourage you to do so. Uh, it's, it's much different than what the Western world would paint it to be. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, his leadership and, 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 and other things. But um, this fight he's talking about, fight for your freedoms. And so at this current moment, Americans is, is not really used to fighting. 
like we don't fight because we've been spoiled and we've been very privileged to have everything handed to us and everything just one swipe away. Uh, just a part of having this reserve status that we've had. So Americans don't know the first thing about fighting. But then again, there's the liberal, not liberal, but the more um, libertarian slash patriot movement that are doing some resistance by sharing, we sharing posts and tweets, love that nature. But when it comes to fighting, I'm not quite sure what fighting he's talking about. Is it like, you know, to get up, get on your feet, strap up, and then go stay in your ground type fight? Or is it a, just a social media talk over the internet type fight? And so that's kind of where we're at now. That, you know, the, the real fight, boots on the ground, as far as, you know, people, militias coming together, really pushing back, making their voices heard physically, in person, or the internet fighting. <laughs> anyway, you guys let me know. But uh, just a little bit more here. It says, these dark, day, these dark forces are already taking over your country. You may not see it yet. Not quite sure how we don't see it yet, but it is already happening. You don't see it as clearly because people are designed to see linear changes, not exponential ones. People become complacent and they don't realize how bad things are until it's too late. Right. And even one of his even, you know, called out Soros as not having any impact in his country as well. So the fact that people are willing to speak out against, you know, non-elected puppets such as Soros, is, I guess that's a good thing. So keeping it moving. Uh, here's something that will definitely impact Main Street. And so this is a part of that transition out of the old into the new and the, the the inability of Tyler Perry to expand his operations, which would lead to more employment opportunities and more jobs in general for the entertainment space. But this is kind of what plays into all the other job layoffs that I have. That I'm about to show in a minute how lack of demand as well as technological advances makes it so that the human that's been used in the middle for labor is going to be challenged. But it says Tyler Perry halts 800 million studio expansion after being shocked by AI. So he was literally about to build out his little studio set in Atlanta and saw what that uh, open AI Sora is capable of and changed his plans. Says Tyler Perry has paused $800 million expansion of Atlanta Studio Complex after release of OpenAI's video generator Sora and warned that a lot of jobs in the film industry will be lost to artificial intelligence. And so imagine putting your money on the table and all of a sudden taking it off because you realize with a couple of keystrokes in a computer, a language learn a video language learning model can create something just as good as you but you don't need the bodies. You don't need to you don't even employ people. So yeah, this is what's real. What's really happening, man. And here's something as well that could, that, that could be spooky and it has to do with NYC. Let me bring this down some so you guys can see it. It says NYC law that would have allowed 800,000 non-citizens to vote struck <laughs> <laughs> to vote struck as unconstitutional by appeals court enacted in violation. So woke states, it was clear as day, woke states want extra votes. And so New York City was already putting stuff on the books to have those immigrants. Not only were they paying them, giving them housing, giving them food, giving them everything they need to help fulfill the immigration dream. They are also going to let them vote. And so it struck that as of now, but before November, It'll be reenacted. They'll still vote. So it's just obvious, clear cut. When you can't win fairly, you got to cheat. But then again, they're cheating at the same time. It's already rigged. So it's like, okay, what good is that anyway? But anyway, 
Here's a little bit more information on to what is happening in the disruption in Main Street. Vice Media plans to cut hundreds of jobs, stop publishing on flagship website. Said it is no longer cost effective for us to distribute our digital content the way we have done previously, the company and CEO said in a memo. So once again, disruptive. A lot of things causing a shakeup in how the, this new economy is faring out. Here's another little insight here from a company in my home state. Says Rivian says it is laying off 10% of his workforce as EV woes deepen. The company announced it didn't expect to make any more vehicles this year than it did in 2023, causing stock prices to dip. So as of right now, we're witnessing a lot of these manufacturers backing away from electric vehicle creation because people ain't buying like that. So literally car prices are being dropped in a very surprising rate. And all these companies who create these electric vehicles, they're already taking losses because they're the cost to make them is well above what it costs or what they're selling them for. So you're not getting many EV suckers to go out there and buy these things. Anyway, here's a little bit of what is on Biden's resume at this current current moment. It says Biden presidency by the numbers. 500,000 Ukrainians no longer here. 30,000 Palestinians no longer here. 150 Russians no longer here. Once again, take these numbers for a grain of salt. You know, 7.2 million illegal immigrants in the U.S. could be higher. 100 billion wasted in Ukraine could be more. 13 plus billion wasted on Israel. 14 billion pledged to Israel. 7 billion worth of military equipment abandoned in Afghanistan. Probably more. 9.1 peak inflation. <laughs> 17.6 increase in January of 2021, a 40-year high. Thousands of sanctions against Russia and 16% decline globally, 16% decline globally in value of the USD. And what, what amazes me with these type of figures here, he's contributing this to this current administration. If you can also go back, you can find some things to highlight Trump's, you know, you know, easy policy, easy money policy, tax breaks for the rich, all that stuff like that, sure. But it's like, okay, the fact that this guy has a nice extensive resume of not having done anything worthwhile for our country, but done a lot for other countries at this current moment. Like, how could he even put forth a campaign lying to the people because he's losing the populace on all sides, all ethnic groups, all races, all walking creeds, religions, you name it. They all turn their back on this guy. But then again, it don't matter because he's a in office by, you know, cheating in the first place so it's uh very interesting times man all right what else we got here uh and, and speaking of that i guess i got something else that just came to mind i gotta share so here's a little information of what's happening uh in the social sphere of how governments will crack down on truth as we get darker and darker as a society it says this is in canada it says christian persecution is about to be introduced in canada it says if passed bill c367 could land christians in jail for quoting the Bible or expressing a faith-based opinion if the Canadian government deems it, quote, promotion of hatred or anti-Semitism. This is about, this is an absolute disgrace. So in Canada, Bill C-367 is on the books. And so it will probably get passed, not now, but sometime in the future. We know where things are heading in a very dark and demonic way. And so it shouldn't surprise anybody and while I'm at it real quick, let me share something else with you. That is, uh, I won't say not necessarily funny, but quite obvious. 
And let me see here. <laughs> this has to do with this current presidential cycle and the idea of a president deciding to boost his fan base. And clearly he's, he's done it. And so this week, Biden cancels $1.2 billion in student loan debt for 153,000 people. And so says the move will forgive debt of people who borrowed 12,000 or less and have been repaying the money for at least 10 years. So think about this before the presidential election, he did, he did this six months in advance, meaning that he didn't want this activity here of unconstitutionally canceling debt because the constitution said, I mean, the Supreme court said that he can't do it. It don't matter. And so six months in advance, he's doing this so that he can, you know, basically pay for, 153,000 people who would definitely be like, you know, they're going to feel that they're beyond blessed and that, you know, who did it? Their president. And so it's not necessarily the case. He's not going to get all 153, but he's going to get a good chunk of that group there because he's ultimately buying votes at the taxpayer's expense. So is it surprising? Not really. But then again, we know what's happening, man. Uh, what else you got here? Okay, people. Um, yeah, this is uh, the morning check-in. This is what's happening in the news in real time. And uh, anybody <laughs> chasing NVIDIA stock, anybody going to go out and get them a little something at the very top or, you know, it still have it still may have more room to to rally because they want to see this thing sustain itself a little longer. And so uh, don't be surprised if you know we have this type of rally. We see even crazier all time highs all the way through to the election. And so this is uh, what's happening to Main Street, man. So what I'll do now, check in for some Q&A, look at and see what's happening, what we have in the chat. Uh, GK said, this channel is informative. Appreciate you, my friend. Just trying to deliver everything in a short, concise manner to get you to thinking about what's happening. And I start off with the most important thing, which is, you know, the spiritual side of things, the natural side of things, which is, you know, prep preparing in any way possible. Make sure you got all your things in line just in case you never know what happened. And then lastly, you can filter through the news, see what, you know, the enemy had work is working towards but uh biggest thing at the end of the day man just be grateful for what you have because if you're in the u.s you're, we still live in the land of abundance and opportunity at this current moment so even though you know it's not the most uh ideal place as far as the, the, the destruction and dead and all the stuff like that it's still probably one of the best it is the single best place to be at this current moment until it's not so anyway what else we got here Ah, let's keep it moving. Church donations get sent back to Jerusalem. All church, church, all church donations get sent back to Jerusalem. Um, yes and no. And so that's where, depending on where you stand spiritually, some people can look at the events happening in Israel as like, uh, on the surface, I have no doubt would, would want to agree in saying that uh, Netanyahu and the Jews that are in power right now, they're definitely not in for, they're definitely not in this for their people. You know, they are more so under the influence, in my opinion, uh, from the enemy rather than the, the being devout messianic Jews, which are focused more so on building out the infrastructure for Christ, even though they are. And so I do follow uh, end time uh, prophecies. And so the, the Temple Institute, they got all the items ready to go and they just need that event that triggers the, 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 the peace agreement for the temple to be built. And then we're, you know, well underway into that last seven year time frame. So 
they're working towards that bit by bit. But as far as the church donations, some go to support causes in Israel, but most people, you know, as far as my church in particular, I know uh, firsthand, it goes to a variety of foundations that are designed to reach the people to support those that are in need the way that we're as believers are instructed to do. So uh, hopefully everybody's given to a noteworthy cause that actually helps people because that is your way of uh, being a good steward of the finances that you have been blessed with. And on top of that, God promises to, you know, if you bless him, he'll definitely bless you back. So uh, which is work says tithing is a lie. Y'all just get robbed. Um, hey, according to, according to what you believe, that's, that's perfectly fine. I know that, you know, biblically speaking, you know, if you don't, you know, and this is where depending on how you view, you know, life, you know, me personally, I try to think of, think about things where everything I own physically is not mine. I've been blessed to be able to be a steward of it while I'm alive. And so if it's not mine, then therefore I have no problem sharing it with, you know, the person who gave it to me, which in my opinion and my belief system is the father who blessed me with everything I do have small or great. And so paying, you know, a mere 10% of what's not mine is no problem. So uh, that's just me, but to each his own, to each his own. I, I know from a biblical standpoint, it is biblical to, you know, give to the Lord back what is his, just a mere 10%. 10% of what you earn is like, you know, very small comparison to you getting to keep the other 90 and then that being blessed on top of that, because, uh, you know, that's just, you know, what I consider to be something worthwhile. Um, what we got here? It says, uh, that's peanuts. Mike student debt is over 1 trillion. That's a hundred, well, 1,000 billion plus. It makes everybody mad who pay their student loans. Yeah. I would definitely be mad too. If I was incentivized to participate in this government Ponzi scheme of taking out student loans from the government. And so after the great society formation under Linda B. Johnson in 1969 ish timeframe, the idea of government getting involved with subsidizing, uh, the working class i.e. we extend you debt, you go get educated, you come back to the system, you give us your time, energy, labor, we'll tax you on top of that, and then you can pay the debt back when you get a chance. And that was a part of the 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 the, the, the scheme of incentivizing people to pursue the American dream concept of home ownership, a car, and saving for retirement uh, by, I guess, going into debt for higher education. And so now we're witnessing, I was actually talking about this a while ago, with uh, the way the new economy is shaking out where having a piece of paper that says that you attended a four-year, five-year university doesn't carry much weight unless it's in a specialized field. And even that specialized field is slowly but surely being replaced by robotics and AI, i.e. the highest highest fields happen to be engineering, to, uh, software engineering, medicine, and uh, law, where you have to have some type of, you know, you know, education for six, seven years, whatever it might take, might be to get your accreditations. Then you become a professional that are high, highly paid. But now robotics will take over surgeries and, you know, you can already use chat GPT now to, you know, argue your case kind of sort of in, 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 in court. So think about this, like what will be the real incentive to, for people to go to school, to go into debt, to get a piece of paper, to then ultimately be living at, living at home with mom and dad, you know, because, environment is too expensive for you to actually get out on your own and do the things the baby boomers were able to do as far as save, invest, buy a house, buy a car. So yeah, it's just unaffordable. It's the unaffordable unaffordability crisis now making very everything, you know, make everybody rethink a lot of things. And so I think education definitely will be changed next two or three years. It won't be the same. 
because colleges can't continue to go up on price when you're not get, delivering anything of value. <sighs> what else we got here? Uh, for my people suffer for a lack of knowledge. Ignorance is not an excuse. People are just uh, respecting persons by respecting persons by listening. Uh, listening, 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 I think. Okay, I think that's listening. Not sure. Uh, this is why we are here. This is why we are here. Live, love, learn, and uh, ultimately win souls. Win souls. And I, I just, I've been really, really thinking about the concept of time. And I'm ranting right now, but really think about the concept of time and how, you know, time for those who are in the natural or, or you know, is limited because all we know is, you know, the clock we clock we see and the days and times and seasons we have. But I've been studying a lot about, you know, life beyond now. And, you know, the moment your soul leaves this body, you enter into the unknown. We're all going to find out what's real, what's not. And that's where, like, uh, this current moment, not taking any chances, you know, out here trying to, you know, be in that new age, philosophical, Scientology type, you know, I need to see it before I believe it type of approach. You know, I'm about to play with my soul like that. Oh, which is worse? Good, good question. It says, all that money given to your church, how are they stopping the evil? Uh, they're not. They're not. So that's where, like, the, the evil that you're referring to is not going to end until, according to the Bible, until Christ returns and put an end to it. So it's going to get worse from here on. Like, the powers that be that are working to enslave humanity, they're going to accomplish a good chunk of what they're working towards. So expect more persecution as well as tribulation and everything else between now and then uh because that's just how things will go like so you can put up a fight as much as you want but you're fighting demonic forces you're, you're fighting an enemy that is much greater than you individually and so apart from the one who lives inside of you i.e if you're a believer in christ you know you've already overcome if you're able to remain patient and vigilant during these times so you know currency money you know you know given 10 percent five percent whatever you give that's crumbs i mean it's like what is it's it's Unless money is of unless money is like that important to you, then I can see how it could be an arguing point for some people. You know, I work hard for mine. I'm not giving. To, okay, whatever. I mean, if that's if if that is, you know, the Bible says that typically money becomes people's gods. So if that is something that you value highly because it means that much to you, then I can see how it could be a problem. You know, sharing it with other people. That's that's perfectly natural because that's how things flow. But. And you know, on the flip side of that, there are people who desire to be generous because they have been blessed and are in a position to be able to give. And giving can be just as simple as, you know, giving to your church as an institution. Sure, there are churches that do a lot of bad things with it. There's corrupt pastors. There's all that. It's, it's everywhere. We're human. There's people who flawed. Sure. But, you know, it's not a matter of what they do. It's where it comes from, from you, from your heart. By you sowing, you know, you promise to reap. And so by you from the heart giving generously, the Bible promises you'll be rewarded. Now, what the entity does or the pastor does, you know, ultimately that looks bad on him and he will be judged for that. But that's between him and his maker. So for me personally, what my pastor does and where, I mean, just that's not really something I'm really like, you know, once I find out it's doing not be, once I find out it's not being handled properly, then of course you stop. But in the meantime, that's between him and his maker and vice versa. But it's about the individual when it comes to these type of, type of matters. Uh, 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 um, do I finally got off. I finally got off. No more credit card. I finally got cut off. No more credit card. LBP. 
So <laughs> now I guess it's a matter of just starting to pay them things back or however, however you did what you did. Uh, <laughs> uh, spiritual warfare people, hundred percent, man. Uh, the church has to pay the light bills. Yeah. Light bills. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you know, the pastor and the pastoral staff, you know, that is their form of employment as well. They are responsible for feeding the sheep. And so the sheep, meaning followers of Christ. So, you know, they have to make a living. Now I'm not getting to the, not getting in depth and all the details of, you know, there's corruption, and everything. So just, you know, don't think too, don't, don't go too deep into it. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Either you are, you do it or you don't. It's okay. It's between you and your maker. Uh, uh, it says, what does church literally, what is, does church mean? Literally a building for public worship and especially Christian worship. Um, that would probably be the dictionary's inversion, but the church from a biblical, biblical standpoint is it's, I think it's in the Greek. It's ecclesia, which means called out ones. And from the perspective that Christ portrayed with his close cabinet, i.e. The, the apostles, that church there that was being built out were just the, um, the, the, his followers, which eventually became the, which is eventually is the body of Christ. So the body of Christ makes up the actual church or called out ones. And the place we go to the building has been labeled as the church because that's just a religious term that people give to the church. Just like you got the mosque, just as like you got the, all the other buildings The you got the, what is it? The, what's the, uh, yeah, you got all the other building names, but the church is the body of Christ. Anyway, <sighs> LBP, it says, I like churches that have private jets. Me too. Because typically those individuals that have private jets, their anointing usually is that much higher. And therefore, the um, the wisdom that has been granted to them tend to be, you know, uh, it, it, more impactful for the body of Christ. And so from the natural standpoint, people who have jets, stuff like that, they can be looked at as like money hungry, whatever. But from people who don't pay attention to the natural elements of what another man does, I'm just concerned with what comes out of his mouth. And if it's anointed and if it blesses my life, hey, fly, fly everywhere you got to go, player. Because if I had the funds, I would get me a jet too. <laughs> so uh, anyway, anyway, man, I'm going longer than I wanted to. But uh, as always, man, I appreciate you guys for checking in. Hopefully there's some value delivered here, keeping you up to date on what's happening. And I guess some takeaways from this will be, um, as I mentioned, you know, enjoy life. Have fun. It's Friday. Go have some fun. Be a blessing to other people. Don't sweat the small stuff. Focus on the major stuff which the Bible says, put your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand. And uh, yeah, just smile, man. Smile as much as you can. Uh, am I arguing with Christian? Uh, Ed, I don't know. I, I you know argument like, you know, everybody dialed in, got their own beliefs. Everybody got their own way of walking and their own philosophy. So more power to you. If it's worked thus far, hopefully it works continually. But yet, mind you, when you when you soul your body, there's going to be some accounting that you're going to have to deal with and so hopefully it all lines up accordingly so anyway be blessed be safe people and uh back at it again uh monday so I i'm really enjoying these monday morning boys and so i might end up pivoting and just primarily just focusing on these because this angle here is actually able to reach more people i think because the algorithms i think may be favoring it so anyway um yeah if you enjoyed it hit that thumbs up man and i'll see you guys later be blessed be played be, be safe and if you really want to bless the channel without your presence, without any monetary contributions, feel free to share this video. 
so more people can find out what's going on, get an alternative spin on what's happening in the real world and be blessed as well. So anyway, shalom. <laughs>